I'm definitely focused on visibility this year. So for me, I just need to show up. Um, I want people to know my name. I want them to know my face, which is very important in the uh, fitness industry. Um, I think more people need to see other people of color in this industry. So that's really important in terms of visibility for me. Hey, friends, I'm Gloria Chow, small business PR expert, award-winning pitch writer, and your unofficial hype woman. Nothing makes me happier than seeing people get the recognition they deserve. And that starts with feeling more confident to go bigger with your message. So on this podcast, I will share with you the untraditional yet proven strategies for PR, marketing, and creating more opportunity in your business. If you are ready to take control of your narrative and be your most unapologetic and confident self, you're in the right place. This is the Small Business PR Podcast. All right, everyone. I'm so excited for today's guest, Ivory Howard. If you are looking to start PR, if you don't know anything about PR, or if you're just starting to find your voice, this episode is a must listen, my friend. So Ivory Howard is a member of our PR starter pack. She just joined us, but what's even more is that she helps other people with their wellness journey. She is a yoga and Pilates instructor, an entrepreneur, a founder, and she's going to share all the stuff about how she started her PR journey, really just as a beginner and starting out. So welcome to the show, Ivory. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today about this. I'm so excited to have you on. I love what you said about finding your voice and that you're still very early in that journey. So you just started doing PR like a few weeks ago, less than 30 days ago. You got so many great results. You said it's your first time ever doing this. Can you tell us the results or the press features you've gotten for yourself so far? Uh, sure. I've been in the Yaddle blog. I've been in Fit and Well, which is a UK fitness blog. I've been in two US News and World Report articles. I've been in Voyage LA and a power weightlifting blog and two other um, publications that I hope to be able to talk about very soon. Oh my God. That's literally like more than one a week. What? Okay. everyone, I'm like my drop moment. And, and no offense, but you don't seem to me like the most extroverted person. You know, no. you have... So you were able to land... U.S. News twice. So there's the objection that people are like, well, if I land one, I can't land another. We're going to get all into it. But first things first is, what do you wish you knew earlier about PR and kind of pitching yourself? Um, well, I definitely wish I knew that you don't need a PR agent or a company uh, to do this for you, that it is possible for you to do it on your own as a solo entrepreneur, uh, to get out there and be visible. Um, so that's definitely something that I wish I'd known before. Yeah, I mean, you go, girl. You're you're killing it. What about the other question that I get all the time? Is I don't feel ready, or my business is too small. Is there a time when you you are quote unquote ready to pitch yourself, or is it just like a matter of your own mindset? Uh, I mean, I definitely think it's mindset. Even for for me, I don't feel uh, 100% confident in my pitch, but it's really not necessarily about the pitch for me. It's about getting in someone's inbox. It's about starting the conversation. It's about building those connections um, just so that they see me and know that I exist and <laughs> that they can also use me as a resource. Yes, honey, you are here and you are worthy. So I know we had a, a call with the rest of our PR Starter Pack members and um, you, you said something surprising or not surprising, but that really resonated with people is you said that this top outlet you got, which is U.S. News and Reports, they usually interview medical doctors, PhDs, people with lots of letters behind their name for like fitness and wellness tips. But you were able to be interviewed. So can you tell me a little bit about what that was like and how that made you feel? Uh, definitely. I just reached out with a pitch. Um 
And she said, you know, I'm not working on that right now, but I do have two uh, articles that have been commissioned for U.S. News and World Report. I'll send you the question. She sent them to me and I was like, okay, I could definitely uh, uh, approach this from my public health and fitness background. And I just gave it my all. I talked about it from my, that perspective. And I think that really helped. She used nearly all of my quotes um, that I had. So it's just basically me talking and a few uh, quotes from doctors and PhDs. Uh, but it was great just to be able to um, add that perspective to the conversation. And and have you been interviewed by anyone from the media before? No, definitely not. <laughs> no, no. So that's that's amazing. That's you're such an inspiration. So let's break it down for the people who are listening, who might also feel like they are whether they're introverted or they have a quiet voice. Um, they know what they're doing is impacting other people, but they just don't feel ready to pitch. So how can you, in, like, what are some of the tips for people to just start off their PR journey? Like the first page of the book of PR, what would that look like? Uh, well, I mean, it's just putting yourself out there and being visible. Uh, I mean, I did get into all of these outlets very quickly, um, five, which is fantastic and I'm forever grateful, but I did put myself out there many more times than that. I mean, I think I put myself out there like, a hundred times, but that's totally okay <laughs> that others said no or not right now, because my goal is not to be in a hundred publications all at once. My goal is to have a steady um, load of traffic to my website and to be visible and, and have name recognition and build authority links. Um, so they said not right now. That's totally okay. I'm glad that I'm in five right now and continuing um, to have that ongoing traffic with other with other publications. All right. So you, you said that for you, it's, it's really the long game and that's really what we're all here for, right? It's like, we want the authority. We want the backlinks. We want the SEO. We know that posting on TikTok and Instagram is not searchable. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're still using social media, but this is really just using your time more effectively. So I, I love, I love how you did that. Now you don't seem like the most pushy or aggressive person. How are you able to follow up? Because we all know it takes follow-ups. So how did you get yourself to the point where it's like, I'm going to follow up and I'm going to make this happen? Um, yeah, I mean, I've been pretty lucky that some have said yes right away. Um, but I do follow up 10 days after, as you recommend. Um, and I do that via email or Twitter. Um, it depends on uh, whether or not the journalist or writer allows us to uh, message via Twitter. Um, but I just follow up with them to see if they're interested or if this is something that they want to write about at the moment. Um, and really, for me, it's not just follow up. It's really about um, staying top of mind for them and making that connection, building a relationship. Uh, so you don't have to think about it as follow up or being pushy. But just, you know, staying in your friend's inbox, you know, <laughs> send them a text every once in a while so that your busy friend remembers you. That's all. Exactly. It's it's planting those seeds, right? It's like staying top of mind. So maybe you like a Twitter post one day, maybe the other day you add them on LinkedIn. It's not stalkerish, y'all. It's about being top of mind. So I love what you said about that. So let's walk through a journey, right? So let's say you started your PR journey serendipitously. Thank you, universe. You found our program, but you, you know, you, you access the media database, you started sending. So can you talk to me about like when, like on what day did you send it, what the follow-up looked like and what one resulting feature look like the whole journey? Uh, well, the whole journey, uh, for me, I think it's important to have your goals in mind. Um, 
what publications you want to be in and what you want that to look like. Like, as I mentioned before, my goal was to have a steady stream of traffic and to be visible um, and to build those authority links. Uh, so definitely keep that in mind as you move forward, because that's going to be your your guiding light, right? Um, and then from there, um, I went into the database and I looked into the contacts that could help me meet my goal. Um, and I did a little bit of research on Twitter to see if they could, in fact, um, help me and if they're still writing about the things that um, or the area or industry that I'm in. And if they were, then I definitely reached out to them with my pitch. Um, and if they were interested or they wanted to start a conversation, we did that. I think early on, one of the more exciting ones that I received was Fit and Well. And they weren't interested in my pitch, but they were interested in featuring me um, and giving me a spotlight uh, to lead a class on their website. So that was fantastic. Whoa. So you started off, you started off with PR, but then it ended up with you being a guest teacher, leveraging their audience and their millions of people on their website. That's amazing. Yeah. So right away, I was international. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty exciting. Yeah, I think it's funny because people don't recognize that it's really not about the logos, right? We had Dr. Ross, who was on the podcast last week, saying that now he's a paid consultant at one of the largest pharmaceutical beauty companies because they saw him um, pitching himself all the time and he was quoted in all of these magazines. But again, you don't need to be a doctor. I'm not a doctor. It could be anyone. And you seem relatively young, right? So you're, you're in this industry. A lot of people say, I don't have anything fresh to say. Everything about my industry has already been said. So how are you able to find your unique angle and overcome that mindset belief that's like, oh, well, this is not interesting to the journalist? Um, no, there's definitely an angle that you can pitch. And I will tell you, one of the more surprising um, uh, publications that accepted me was from a power weightlifting blog. It was a horror request that I um, that I responded to, and it was for a recommended home gym equipment. Well, I'm a Pilates and yoga instructor. We don't really use equipment. There are some equipment, but it's mostly for studio use or for instructors. So I've recommended a um, an exercise mat. It was the Cadillac of exercise mats, but it was still an exercise mat. It was not home equipment, but I pitched it as something you shouldn't forget to include in your home gym. And I was like, that's definitely from my perspective, that's something that I can add. And they accepted it. This power weightlifting blog said yes to this yogi. So it was pretty exciting. That was one of the more surprising wins that I had. It, it definitely goes back to the founder because your reality is what you think is possible, right? Now, a lot of people can say they're definitely not going to feature me, but you're like, okay, why not? Let's just keep pitching this. And it almost becomes like an addiction where like, you're like, let's find an angle here. Let's find an angle here. You know, um, for example, Dr. Ross, again, he pitched something about skincare around Halloween. And I was like, how is that related? You know, and he's like, well, Halloween, the candies. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. It does affect your skin. So I love how you've just created a blue ocean for yourself. So congrats on that. Now, obviously, you know this because you're in the PR starter pack and email pitch is so important, but it's not enough, right? We are on all the platforms. So how have you leveraged social media where journalists are actively using in order to get the, on their radar or for them to just be like, hey, I sent you an email. Can you please check it? Yeah, I definitely follow up with them on Twitter. I see so many journalists um, on Twitter, and I think that's a great place to follow up with them. So when I do it, I do do it uh, via Twitter or email um, if they're not allowing you to message on Twitter, but you just keep following up with them. Um, and I usually just do that um, once, but it is a great way to get their attention and have them go back to your email. 
Now, let's say you sent a hundred, you know, different, we know, we know it's a numbers game. So let's say you send a hundred emails. Would you try to follow up with all of them on social media if you can? Um, definitely. I, I follow up with all of my, um, with all of my pitches. Yeah. So if you can try to do that via social media, if it's not possible to message to journals via social media, um, you can always go back to email or to another social media platform. Now, one big, big fear that founders who are just starting out is, oh my God, I'm so afraid I'm going to piss them off. What if I message too many times? Have you ever, in all the successes you had, had anyone be like, you're annoying me, stop messaging me, I'm blocking you? No, not at all. And I think that they are very used to it and they have a system uh, for themselves to handle that amount of a follow-up that they receive. So um, it's no big deal. And if it is a big deal to someone, uh, they'll let you know. I did receive one um, automatic response from a journalist saying her process, and her process was very different. She allowed uh, 48 hours to think about the email and then another 48 hours to respond to the email. So that was important information that you needed to have in an auto uh, message uh, about how to communicate with her. So that was fantastic that she did have that information in her auto reply, but it wasn't annoying. She wasn't annoyed. We were both um, very clear about how the communication should go. Yeah, I, I love that. I think a lot of times we're, we think that their inbox is you know, not really full of pitches, but their inbox is 99% pitches. So why not put your name in the hat, right? I, I love what you said about that. So let's say they respond. What What does that look like? Do they say, okay, I'm interested. Tell me more. Let's get on a phone call. Or is it just like written communication? Um, most of them are written. I've only had one um, interview by phone. Um, so most of them respond via email, and I think that's because they have deadlines or it's just quick and easy, or in another case, they're six hours ahead of you. So email is definitely the preferred uh, way to communicate in my case that I've seen so far. Ooh, that's so good. I think that like lowers the barrier to entry because a lot of people don't like to be put on the spot. So I am so glad you said that. What about in terms of um, your website. I think a lot of people have fears around the fact that their website is not launched or that it's not fully optimized. Was the journalist like picky about your your you know brand content? Uh, no, they definitely visit your website, um, but they're seeking information. And if the information is there, I think that's uh, totally fine. And in my case, they were looking for uh, bio, maybe credentials, uh, just information in general, your location. So very simple things that you would probably have on a basic uh, on a basic website. And if they need more information, they'll definitely follow up with you. That's awesome. So once once you respond to their question, how long is the time for them to actually publish it on the internet? Um, that can vary. Um, some of them are very quick, uh, maybe like a week or two. Uh, others may take a bit longer. Uh, maybe if it's a smaller publication or a blog, it could take up to a month. Maybe uh, I'm not sure, but I'm just thankful to be in there when I'm in there. <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't bother me so much. So I see this U.S. News one. The, I know you, you got two of them, but one of them, the headline is the benefits of high intensity interval training. Was that the subject line that you used to pitch it or how, what was the evolution of that? Uh, no, I think originally I pitched an article about how to travel like a fitness pro. And she reached out to me and said, uh, here's what I'm working on. Can you help me with that? And I was like, sure, of course. <laughs>
Oh, I love that so much that it, it could take all different shapes and forms. So tell us about so far, obviously you just started like a few weeks ago, but you've gotten so many results. What is this one story that you're most proud of? That would definitely be the horror request that I responded to about, um, about home gym equipment. Uh, so I, what was very interesting about this request was it, was it was anonymous. So you didn't get the media outlet. You didn't get the journal's name. Um, so there's no way that you could do research. Basically, you just had to give it your all. And um, that's what I did. I responded to the request about um, home gym equipment. And um, they accepted me. So it was really interesting. I wasn't able to do any research beforehand, but they liked the request of, <laughs> of the exercise mat that I pitched, uh, something that you should definitely not forget to include in your home gym. And that worked out really well. Sometimes it does. But uh, it was a little nerve-wracking to respond to an anonymous horror request. Yeah, it seems like someone watched a horror training that I had in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, horror is great for some things. It can be um, a time suck, so definitely have to have a system in place to respond to those. And another tip that I just want to mention about horror, you should definitely reuse the unaccepted pitches. Um, that's definitely valuable information that you've already uh, put together, so... Definitely reuse it if you can in some way, in another pitch, on your blog, on social media, somehow. Yeah, I love what you said about reusing it because, like you said, you were on U.S. News twice within a span of how many days? A seven. (laughs) Is it right? So you can, so there's no, um, it's not like a zero sum game where once you're got one, it takes away from future opportunities. So thank you so much for highlighting the fact that. These pitches can work all year round. There's evergreen ones. There's a summer angle. There's a winter angle. And it's just a matter of what, what you pitch when and where. So um, do you have, so, you know, obviously I teach this in the PR masterclass, but there's so many different angles, right? How can a founder, let's say in a completely different industry than yours, maybe they have a physical product. How can they figure out what is the best angle that they should try for right now? Because let's be honest, we're all busy. We don't have time to be pitching a hundred times a day. Uh, right. Uh, well, I would just find one that works well for you um, and then go with that. Um, because for me, what I've seen is you just need to be visible. You need to be in their inbox in order to take advantage of an opportunity that they have for you. Um, so just start the conversation and that will be really helpful to you because once you start pitching, you'll get feedback. You'll see whether or not you need to te- tweak your pitch a little bit. So get into the inbox. Yeah. I love it. So, so pitch sooner than later. Make sure you watch the masterclass. You can go to GloriaChowPR.com slash masterclass. Listen to um, this episode with Ivory. Do you have any other tips or hacks or things that you found while doing this yourself um, that can help other audience members? Uh, well, don't be deterred. Uh, don't feel fearful that you can't do it. I think the most important thing is to think about your goal, your endpoint, what you want, but also think about your ideal client. There's no need for you to wait. Like your ideal client is waiting for you to show up in these publications so that they can get help. So whenever you feel lost or a little um, deterred, definitely think about them. So how has getting featured in all these places resulted in tangible ROI for either your confidence or your traffic or your revenue or your business? What is the actual result and benefit? Well, 
For me, I'm definitely focused on visibility this year. So for me, I just need to show up. Um, I want people to know my name. I want them to know my face, which is very important in the uh, fitness industry. Um, I think more people need to see other people of color in this industry. So that's really important in terms of visibility for me. So that's been a fantastic way for me to share what I know and also just share uh, that I am a part of a community of color and that uh, we are a part of the yoga and Pilates communities as well. Yes, I love it so much. That's literally the reason why my business exists is to redefine the narrative of what a, an entrepreneur looks like. You know, and we know that Black women start businesses more than any other demographic, yet we don't see them in the media. So I love, love, love what you said about um, making sure that you're visible. And even though you, you told me in the beginning that you were kind of afraid to show your face, that you need to be the face so that people can see that yoga and Pilates is changing and that there's a structure out there for everyone. Definitely very important. And I want to keep doing that. It's a matter of practice. And I'm going to continue to do it and take your tips and be able to move from publications to podcasts to hopefully one day TV interviews as well. <laughs> yes. So how do you plan on leveraging, like, for example, podcast clips or things like that? Do you put it on your website? Do you put it on social media? Do you put, take it into discovery calls with clients to show? Like, how do you leverage this media opportunity? Um, I definitely share the clips on social media as soon as I have them. Uh, definitely share them with friends and family um, just to get a little traffic building uh, to that page. Um, but also save it, share it as um, social media posts. I share the logos on my website. I share um, what publications I've been featured in, seen in, quoted in. Um, so that's just a fantastic way to build authority, get people excited, just let them know that things are continuing to move and build in your business. Yeah. Now, another thing people say is that's all fine and great, but I don't have the time. I'm wearing all the hats. I have to give my power and money away for someone else to do it for me. What have you been able to do? Because people don't realize this, people don't realize this, but you have also like a full-time job and you're doing this. So you are, you don't have a lot of time. So how are you able to still make this system work for you when in the beginning, it seems like it's like so much time? Yeah, definitely. And this is an important question because uh, before I started and before I started working with you, I thought that you, I needed another person to help me with this. But I started to see you actually don't. Like I take 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night to do this work. And it's really just a matter of picking um, the writers that I might want to work with, maybe 10, do research on Twitter, and then I reach out and schedule those emails. Um, so it doesn't take a lot of work. It's just a matter of consistency, right? If I'm doing 10 a day, that's 70 a week, right? So it definitely builds up. Yeah, I love that so much. So now you've been in all these outlets. What is your goal for the next six months? Oh, wow. I would definitely love to continue to have a steady stream of traffic to my website, but um, I definitely want to move into podcasts, uh, a few more IG interviews. That would be great. Um, and definitely, if you know it presents itself, I'd be willing to do a TV interview as well. Um, just more opportunities to be visible <laughs> and make yeah. sure that my face is seen and my name is known yeah, so that I, I can help my ideal client. I, I love that so much. I love that at the core of what this is, it's not bragging rights, although it's it's nice to have, but it's about showing up so that the people who are looking for you, right, can see you reflected back. And that starts with being in the media. That's how we rewrite narratives, right? That's how you change your industry. So I'm going to, I'm giving you a, a huge round of applause for that, for overcoming the mindset that so many people that just stops them from making the true impact that they, that they want to make. 
Um, you've given us so many tips, so many gems. Is there something that I forgot to ask when it comes to PR and pitching and just starting out in PR? Um, no, I think you definitely covered it, but it is a numbers game. I want people to know that, and I don't want them to be deterred in any way. And whenever you feel that, just think about your ideal client that's waiting for you to show up for them so that they can get help. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've inspired so many people. I love that you're changing the face of your industry by doing your work and putting in your insight. I'll never forget, we had um, a 21-year-old Egyptian um, engineer who lives in Egypt. His name is Mohammed. And this was like years ago when I just started my PR business. And he was able to land some like tech startup news. And he's like, I'm in a country that's not Silicon Valley, that doesn't speak English, that's not a Western you know, country. And you, when you think of startups and tech, you don't think about Egypt. And so I thought there was no way for me to ever get featured in these tech blogs. But I took the CPR method and kind of, you know, and, and, I, and I realized like that my industry, I imagine it as a puzzle piece. And there's big, big pieces, right? Like huge pieces that, you know, big companies can give. But the puzzle piece will not be complete unless I add my tiny little puzzle piece. Otherwise, it's empty. So for anyone that's listening that thinks that, you know, your story has been told before or that there's no room for you or whatever it is. Imagine that you still need to put in your little puzzle piece to complete the puzzle. Otherwise, it's incomplete. Yep. I like that. That's definitely how it is. Yeah. So Ivory, can you tell people how they can find you, whether it's um, because you've inspired so many of us, especially with you starting out and, and finding your voice, how they can find you, how they can, they can connect with you, whether it's regarding Pilates, fitness, wellness, founders of color, or just like your PR journey? Uh, sure. You can find me on social media as Flatbelly Plotties, or you can just visit my website. It's ivoryhoward.com. And can you tell me a little bit about how your ethos is different in terms of um, your Pilates and yoga approach? Um, well, I know that everyone's um, approach to health and wellness is different, and I just seek to honor that with my work um, and to build personalized websites, <laughs> uh, personalized workouts for my clients so that they can improve their balance, strength, and flexibility. I love that so much. I might, I might be, I might have a client for you. My, my father actually, he's elderly and needs to get back on the mo the mobility train. So, <laughs> thank you so much for being here, and I cannot wait to have you back on the show. I mean, you've accomplished so much just within the 30 days. I can't imagine in the next six months how far you're going to go. Thank you so much for being here, for rewriting the narrative, and for being visible. So thank yes, you. Yes, definitely. Thank you, Gloria. Hey, small business hero. Did you know that you can get featured for free on outlets like Forbes, The New York Times, Marie Claire, Pop Sugar, and so many more, even if you're not yet launched or if you don't have any connections? That's right. That's why I invite you to watch my PR Secrets Masterclass, where I reveal the exact methods thousands of bootstrapping small businesses use to hack their own PR and go from unknown to being a credible and sought after industry expert. Now, if you want to land your first press feature, get on a podcast, secure a VIP speaking gig, or just reach out to that very intimidating editor, this class will show you exactly how to do it. Register now at GloriaChowPR.com slash masterclass. That's GloriaChowCHOUPR.com slash masterclass. So you can get featured in 30 days without spending a penny on ads or agencies. Best of all, this is completely free. So get in there and let's get you featured.